In this episode, have you learned about the passion economy and just what the heck is talent on demand? Then see how you execute on more projects faster. gas has always challenged technology. Now it's time for tech to challenge back. Come hear how the best minds in the industry are making those solutions a reality on the Oil and Gas Technology Podcast with your host, Mark LaCour. Hey folks, before we get into the rest of the show, real quick, you want to support this show, please people leave me a review. This is a new show. The reviews help your peers find the show. And if you like the show, it helps them see that you like the show. So then they'll listen and we get more people listening, which is better for everybody. Speaking of better for everybody, I do have a big shout out to our new sponsor on our show, Nutanix. If you need help modernizing your data center and running applications at any scale, check these guys out. They're really cool at what they do. And I've got my special guest today, Clinton Bonner with VP of Marketing with Top Coder. Hey, Clinton. What's up, Mark? How's it going today? We had some technical issues earlier on the video, and we had a little bit here, but the audience will never hear that. But now that everything is working, I think it's going well. We charged through, didn't we? We, we made it. <laughs> There's always a technology issue with something. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is and all that. But anyway, I want to kind of go a little bit deep. You know, Top Coder's been around for a while. And actually, before we even go down Top Coder route, you've been involved with Top Coder for a while, haven't you? I have, about a decade now. So all, all sorts of roles. And, and so, yeah, I, r- I run marketing and oversee brands. And I would oversee all of our events and really everything else, the whole the whole lead funnel, all, all the stuff that marketers got got to do nowadays. It's a lot a lot of fun stuff. But I actually started out as like a blog, social media, video creator guy, you know, back about a decade ago, a top coder, just creating content, you know, creating content people would care about. And then, you know, worked into a bunch of different roles and I now find myself leading, leading the marketing function, which is super fun. So it's a great company and great culture. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. The fact that content you know, 10 years ago, if you were a content creator, you were one of three, right? And you really, it was not that hard to capture first page organic search engine rankings. Now, everybody and their cousins kicking out content. And on top of that, on top of all that noise, now you have AI writing content, you know? And so do y'all still use that as part of your marketing strategy, content creation? We do. We do. We still put out, we still put out a good amount of our own content because I think because our, our what we canvas is so niche, right? We are really focused on open talent models. Some might call it crowdsourcing. Some might call it gig economy. I've heard it called recently passion economy, but either way, like connecting talented individuals to work and doing it seamlessly through a platform, that's what we do in the technology sphere for enterprises. So like our content can still be really, really pretty darn niche still. However, to your point, it's getting every every year, every quarter, there's more out there, it's better, there's more podcasts, there's more video, and it's it's harder and harder to, you know, to to make your way up to search rankings than ever before. But the flip side is there's tons of good content out there. And it's also getting easier to create. I mean, just the fact that you and I aren't even in the same state and we're creating a podcast 10 years ago, that would have been a chore. And now it's not that big a deal. Yeah, for sure. Like as one of my passions for me is I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. I live in Connecticut, grew up on Long Island. So you could do the math from there, but I do a weekly podcast with two dudes from Montana who are Seahawks fans and same thing. It's just, so yeah, the erosion of, of how you could do it is, is just wonderful because it's truly a golden age of any kind of content you want to get your hands on. Yeah. And it's a, we'll make sure we put a link to your, your football podcast podcast in the show notes here. And the audience may be wondering, hey, Mark, this is an oil and gas tech podcast. What are y'all talking about? There's this backstory here. And the backstory is Anna Darko, who has now been purchased by Oxy, was not only a big fan of Top Coder and used y'all for a lot of projects, but y'all were almost like 
joined at the hip, weren't y'all, as far as a partner? Yeah, for sure. Like they they have a really, you know, really progressive team, really focused on digital, really the, the Anadarko team, just extremely focused on, you know, pushing technology boundaries. And and Topcoder is a partner of theirs. And we do we do lots of work. So with them, we're doing we do different data science challenges. We're doing some different different dashboards and UI interfaces. And you know, think of it from their perspective, right? It's hey, they're they're an oil and gas in a certain part of the world and and you can't get to all the talent that you want to get to in order to do all the projects you want to go do, whether they're like critical path ch- things you have on your, on your roadmap or just like other projects that have been kicking around that you really wanted to go try or, or some data science things you wanted to go attempt, but you just didn't have the bandwidth to do. So it's like this super pack. You could just slap it on and go do more with it. And that's, that's how Anadarko has been using it with, uh, with great success. They've had phenomenal success. And I was a little aggravated because I had their data science team geared up to come on the show and then the acquisition started. And so then everybody has to be quiet till that works loose. They are coming on the show, which is a delay, but they have such a wonderful story to tell. Now, if people that listen to the show probably know what Top Coder is, but in case they don't, explain what Top Coder actually does. Yeah, no problem. So, I mean, and, and they, they might not know, right? But what it is, is it's a large community, very passionate and talented technologists, right? So that could be designers, data scientists, developers, QA, you know, quality assurance engineers. So we have over a million and a half of them within the Top Coder community, which we started all the way back in 2001. But, you know, that's kind of like one side of the coin. That's the community. That's the talent side. But we pair that talent with a platform that makes it easy for customers like such as Andarco and, and many others like T-Mobile and Microsoft to, so enterprise customers to come to the platform and get to the type of talent they need when they need it. I mean, we're all used to, you know, having Postmates del- deliver a burrito at 2 a.m. now or hopping in an Uber and things have become on demand. And since 2001, the founder of TopQuarter was like, well, you know, the best talent in the world should be identifiable. Software is, is extremely niche. We should be able to measure how effective they are. And then when you want great talent, you should be able to get great talent. And that's what TopQuarter does. It's just, it's an easy way to get to talent so you can execute on more projects faster. Yeah. And one of the things I love about what you do, so technology changes at, of course, technology space, which is very fast. And so the guys that were doing app dev work 10 years ago, unless they stay current, they're gone, right? They're, they've left behind. You always have the top current technology users or technology creators at your disposal. And the other cool thing I think it is, is you're truly a global organization. So if the top, you know, .NET app dev guy is in Czechoslovakia, y'all work with him, right? And y'all help him get the right team together to work on projects so your clients get the best talent no matter where they are in the world. For sure. So I think like, just think of any socioeconomic boundaries or, or any other social boundaries that existed previously and still do exist to some extent, you know, technology erodes them. And that's the beautiful part about it is that no matter your pedigree, no matter whatever it might be, your race, your, your gender, your age, throw it out, throw it out the window. If you can do the work and if you've got the passion and, and you, you know, you're inside a community like Top Coder, there are others that do this, you know, Top Coder, of course, we're going to puff our chest out. We, we love what we do and we think we have the best community in the world, but there are others out there that have skilled communities like this, but it's a, it's a game changer. You know, people can get to work and skill can flow and self-select. That's the big thing there, Mark, is skill can self-select into work that they want to go join based on projects, based on brands, based on stuff they want to go do. Flips the script, right? And, and it allows talent to really be in control of their own destiny, which is which is good. That's that produces great uh, great outcomes. 
No, it's incredible. And the old way of doing it in oil and gas is, you know, the companies, you know, if they need app dev work or big data science work or whatever, that's not their core competency. So they outsource it. And the sure. old way of doing it in oil and gas was they would outsource it to a company who then would go staff up. And because they had to staff up and deliver, they didn't always get the best talent. They got just good enough, which means the projects tended to run over budget over time. What I love about what y'all are doing is the, the talent actually opts in. So they say, yes, I can do it. Yes, I want to do it. Yes, I want to do it at this rate. And so it's the flip side of the old way of doing it. So once again, you get high quality work at a good price, uh, quick and effectively. And it's just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I appreciate that. And I think the, the biggest thing is, I, mean, I was just up with my team up in Pacific Northwest and actually got to catch a Seahawks game while I was up there, the, the Thursday night football game. <laughs> where we beat the Rams by one. That was glorious. But <laughs> But we were there at T-Mobile and, you know, without giving away too much, but like the, the folks from T-Mobile who are like senior directors and, and directors and some uh, VPs talking about why they like it. It's, it's the ramp time. That's the speed is that, hey, they didn't have to spend weeks and months searching or, or waiting for HR or anything like that. It's like, okay, have an idea. Talk to your folks at Topcoder and let's go. Let's start the process of getting, you know, getting the right talent around the work without the minutia of what is at this point, you know, an old way of, of, of getting things going, which is just to, to kind of waste a lot of time. So if you could condense the front piece, you know, one or two months each time you go do a project because a talent can start near immediately, you're saving a, and you compile that up with a lot of projects in parallel and do it for a number of years, you're just getting a lot more done. Like that's, that to me is the biggest value prop is you could start as quickly as you really want to. And, and over time, that's going to save you a, just a boatload of time and also stress not having to ramp up like that. Yeah. And it's, y- y'all touch literally everything that has a technology element to it. I mean, everything from sim- simple stuff like websites to complex stuff like data science, analytics, that sort of stuff and everything in between. Yeah. And it's, you know, and that's a challenge. That's a challenge being not, not, not so much a challenge from the talent, the talent's there. That's a challenge as, as leading marketing, you know, you don't, you don't want the cheesecake, you know, menu fact, you know, the cheesecake factory menu, I should say, where it's tyranny of choice. Like what should I go do with this? So like I'm constantly working on simplification of messaging and if folks, you know, check out the topcoder.com. We literally just launched that that website, the new website about uh, about 10 days ago now. And so now we're in the metrics phase of seeing how it's performing and what did we break and, and how's it how's it still ranking and all that. But we really tried to simplify the messaging because it's kind of like Seinfeld, the old Seinfeld episode with movie phone. And he's like, you know, he's going through the movie <laughs> phone cycle and at, at the end he's like, why don't why don't you just tell me the movie you'd like to see? So like we're just trying to get to the point of like, hey, just come in and tell us what you're trying to do. Are you after talent? Do you have certain projects you want to go do? Just have a just a quick technical discussion to tell you know tell it to our platform, and that makes it simpler. So we're really trying to march that way to just to even simplify the front end because it can be hard trying to do all these different things in technology because the talent's there. So we we want to be as open as possible to say, sure, we could do lots of stuff. Yeah, and so in 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 my industry, in the oil and gas industry, technology is being adopted quicker than I've seen in the last twenty five years. The last two years, I've seen the speed of technology grow because we're under financial pressure in a way that we've never had before. In the fact that we're in a hydrocarbon abundant world, so hydrocarbon prices are going to stay low, which means companies that used to have very fat margins now have thinner margins. They have to drive efficiencies. And so things like big data analytics, machine learning, cognitive AI, all that's coming into our industry. And don't laugh at me, but you know, just don't laugh at my industry, but just five or six years ago, a lot of stuff was still done on Microsoft Excel, nothing against Microsoft. You know? And it's just, it's just really amazing to see y'all come in with this, this talent solution, this gig economy type talent solution, and be able to address all of that. 
I do have a question for you, though. The other thing that I really like about what y'all do, because we as an organization, as OGG, and we do the same thing, y'all believe in giving back, don't y'all? y'all, y'all part of your business is actually providing prosperity to other people around the world. And that's really what the community is at, at the core. It's like we we you know live and we thrive when we provide good opportunity. It's a very from bit from a business model perspective, when we are providing the community with good work and new work and new technologies and, and new brands that come in that want to use it, man, we all win. You know, because because they they're getting opportunities to work with amazing brands. You know, they're getting opportunities to work in, in brand new technologies. Again, who cares where they where they exist in the world and at what you know what time of day it is, and if they're in a cafe, if they've got the skills, they could jump into the work, which is truly liberating in a lot of ways. So we have so many members of our community that get to you know travel and get to come to Top Coat or open it as as an example, but also just get to work on stuff when they want to. And they've just probably wouldn't have that opportunity otherwise. You know, we have we have a really great ledger of enterprise customers. And it's funny, you know, you know, you'll you'll hear members specifically say, like, oh yeah, I was looking at that project and then then I learned it was T Mobile and I was like, holy crap, I'm definitely in. <laughs> they, they 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 gravitate. They want to we we do work for NASA. We have an app, we have an uh, an app uh, up on the ISS. It's called the ISS Fit. So International Space Station Fit. It's a fit track tracking app for astronauts and cosmonauts, everybody else that's up there. So, you know, people from a global community, a couple, couple dozen, I believe, worked on an app of elements of it that are, you know, floating in space as we speak. And it, you know, without these thresholds being lowered or, or like the erosion of these these barriers, that just would not happen. So folks get fired up and and rightfully so. It's what it's what they're passionate about. And we provide opportunity and then everybody wins. Yeah. And so a couple of things I want to run back to real quick. So first thing is if we have a global audience, so if anybody around the world has an interest in maybe looking at what y'all do and maybe joining, I'm guessing they should go to your website and you'll have some type of, of a way for them to come in and be evaluated. Yeah, for sure. So topquitter.com, just, you know, go hit the top right there. You'll see kind of a toggle for like community or business essentially. So if you're there to join the community, follow the community path. And if you're there to, to look at us for, for talent or or you know projects you want to talk to, then of course you'll see all other call to actions. But for the community members, yeah, you go in. We've got a great learning section there now, and also you know Top Quarter truly again, I'll go back to it is a community. So there's there's forums, there's people get to know and really get to love each other within the community. And yes, there's competition, and yes, there's you know you want to jockey and be the best, and you're ranked and you're vetted versus your peers. But there's a whole lot of camaraderie too. There's a whole lot of knowledge share. And whether that's designers giving another designer tips or like straight up best in breed algorithmists talking about their approach in a postmortem, that the knowledge share is very sincere. It's very much, it's it's not like it's not cutthroat. Yes, they want to be better because that individually they want to perform, but kind of when the bell rings, they go back to neutral corners. They'll go back and huddle and talk about it because at the end of it, they're kind of like lovable geeks who are like, this is cool stuff we're doing. So let's let's get better. And that's that's one of the main reasons it's a community because they all look out for each other. They all care about each other. And yes, you get competitive with your, you know, your family, but at the same time, you you sure. got their back. I just I love that about what y'all are doing. The other thing I want to roll back to that you mentioned real quickly is you talked about top code or open. And I believe we have one of those coming to Houston pretty soon, don't we? Yeah, quite soon. So uh, top code or open, just to let the audience know, think think about this this way, right? So we have, we have these 1.5 million members across the globe and a whole subset of them are competing actively throughout the year. So the Top Quarter Open is this year-long tournament that's happening virtually. And then we have these regionals around the globe as well. But then it all culminates in a TCO, so TCO being Top Quarter Open finals. And this year it's in Houston, so November 13th through the 16th. But 
why it's special is that's our top 100. So it's our, it's our best. It is literally, Mark, it's like Top Gun. It's our best of our best in different disciplines, spanning dev and design and algorithms and QA. You know, And it's our top 100 flown in from around the globe live to compete to be crowned TCO champion. So it's, it's, like, it's super special because, again, these people are hugging it out. They're you know drinking beers together the night be- the night before and afterwards they're having soup they're having a great time but when it's time to compete you know oh boy it's time to compete and these people lock in and they they want to win they want to be a TCO champion yeah and so if the audience is interested in actually coming to check this out what's some of the things they may see while they're there sure so so think of it this way there is the top quarter open which is the this best of best arena championship right with these top one hundred but then in addition to that we also layer in things that that we that we know our customers and our Prospects and people in the community also will enjoy. So, as an example, on November 14th, we have an innovation summit. So, the morning of November 14th, 8 a.m. to noon, and then a lunch after that, we have an innovation summit that's going to feature prominent people who are using the gig economy at scale for the enterprise. So folks in Houston doing this, folks up in Seattle doing this, folks all over the globe. I have a speaker coming in from uh, Japan talking about his experiences with with his company using gig economy workforce at scale for his enterprise. So that's 8 to 12 on November 14th. But even later that day, there's some special things we're doing. So we are partners with uh, SpaceNet. And for oil and gas, I know geospatial analytics and geospatial analysis could not be hotter right now. And so SpaceNet, which is also tied to a, a digital globe, they're coming in to teach a special geospatial analytics masterclass on the afternoon of the 14th. So we have all these like education moments where, hey, you might be a data scientist or you might be a data science lead at an enterprise, but you're going to want to come here to A, see the talent, see the kind of vibrancy and, and the cool things happening. But we also have all these great education and networking and just lessons from folks who are making use of the gig economy for the enterprise in ways that I think probably most people don't realize they're doing these big things just yet. Yeah. And here's one of my favorite parts about this is I'm, I'm a totally geek out there. We're bringing this show to the event, but how much does it cost people to show up if they want to attend? It's the very, very low, low price of free. Yeah. It's cost cost nothing. So we we just want it's free, and I'd I'd put out the call like this: We want curious people. We of course we want people that have and we we came to Houston on purpose, Mark. Like a we have a flagship customer in Houston that's always going to be helpful. But Houston has enterprises that solve some of the world's biggest challenges, whether that's transportation, whether that's energy, whether that's environmental. Houston is at the hub of like so many great technology companies that are just doing the biggest things that, that literally serve billions of people. So while it's open to everybody, and of course you, you be there, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hug if you're there, we'll come <laughs> in and, and have a beer later ourselves. But really the call is out to the curious folks that are sitting in enterprises. You know, I, I want those directors and VPs who actually have projects who want to come and learn about how the heck can I use gig economy and passion economy workers to to scale my enterprise? That's the folks that I'd love to see there. Yeah, and and you will see there. Trust me, it's actually really interesting. The mayor of Houston has an initiative, and we're we're gonna chase down Silicon Valley. And I don't know if you know anything about the history between Houston and some of the bigger cities in California, but we we tend to make it much more easy to do business here, and so then their their talent and their companies migrate over here. So to your point. You think it's a hub of a lot of big enterprise now, give it another 10 years. And what's cool about this is you're now indoctrinating young people in a different way of thinking, a different way of working in a way that benefits everybody. It benefits the planet. It benefits your company. It benefits your client. You know, I just, I just think this is awesome, the stuff y'all are doing. 
I'm sorry, you could say something? No, no, I was going to give some props to Houston. I was, I was just going <laughs> to, I was just going to simply say that like, you know, I've been to Houston four or five times now and I just, I love the city. They think it's, I think it's a awesome city. Yeah, it is. The only thing about, the only two things about Houston that are a bit of a pain is the weather, specifically the summers. And then it's so geographically large. I saw a, a meme the other day, I think it was on Facebook and somebody had the outline of the Houston metro area and it's about the size of Connecticut. That's crazy to think one city is that geographically big. I live in Connecticut, so that's that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's nuts. Uh. Yeah, I didn't even know you lived in Connecticut. What's what's the odds of that happening? I guess pretty good. <laughs> All right, so we're getting close time to start winding down the show. So we need a next thing going to real quick product reviews. People, if you have a tech product you want me to review, send it to me. I will give you the straight scoop. If it's great, I'll tell you it's great. If it's not great, I'll tell you it's not that great. But what I need is gadgety stuff. I, you know, I appreciate everybody offering me their big hunks of iron and steel and everything, blowout preventers and gen sets and all that sort of stuff. I need something that's gadgety. The thing we're going to talk about now is if you if you use headphones, like if you work out or whatever, you use headphones, the odds are they're, re, they're rechargeable if they're wireless, and they tend to always run out of charge when you need it. And so there's this case that somebody sent me. It's awesome. It's called a Morphe Power capsule external battery charger for wireless earbuds and it's it's a case for your earbuds but in it, it has both a mini USB and a lightning connector so that you, when you put your earbuds in there, you can plug them in to charge. In the case, I've been using this case for a month. I haven't recharged the case once yet. And so it keeps my earbuds constantly charged. It's dirt cheap. It's like 30 bucks. There'll be a link in the show notes. Go check it out. It's a very useful little thing. Thanks for sending that in to me. And then you've heard us talk about the street team. That's our all-volunteer group. Go check it out. We have a Facebook a group for the OGG and street team. We ask you to help us with our social media. We're, I think, over 300 people globally that's working there. And all we ask you for is an hour's worth of work a week, and you can be part of part of our team. And if we're in your local area geographically at some event, you get to come with us as part of our press pass team. And if you are too busy and you don't have time doing that week, that's fine. We, we totally get it. And then a big shout out to uh, BCD Travel. That's our travel provider of choice. They make our oil and gas travel life so much easier. And they're also giving you free coffee. So if you want free coffee, there's a link in the show to go click it. It's really cool they're doing that. And then the giveaway, so we switched sponsors. So Nutanix has a really cool JBL Bluetooth speaker that they're giving away. We don't have the link for that up yet. It will be out there soon, but big shout out for, for our new sponsors. They're awesome. And then while you're online, go ahead, go to the website, oilandgastechpodcast.com. Give us your email address. We promise not to spam you. And then join the LinkedIn group. It's, it's amazing. So you're the VP of marketing. I just brought in a new VP of marketing. And literally in, I don't know, three months, he has our followers on our LinkedIn page from 300 to now that we're up to 16,000 followers. All it takes is the right marketing guy and your business just blows up. So big shout out to Tim and Alex for doing that. So that's a lot of stuff going on. So real quick, if people wanted to learn more about you, Clinton, where should they go? No problem. I'd say first and foremost, I give give Tim and Alex a raise to do it. <laughs> one, heck, one, one heck of a job. So for me, I'd say just hit, you know, hit up LinkedIn. So the name's Clinton Bonner. You know, you'll you'll find me on LinkedIn. It's not luckily, it's not too many Clinton Bonners. And if you want, if you want some more sassy stuff or or mediocre music takes and and Seahawks football takes, then out on Twitter at, at Clinton Bon is also a good place to find me. Yeah, and we'll put links in the show notes. And if people want to learn more about Topcoder, where should they go? Yeah, sure. I mean, topcoder.com is the best place to go. Like tons, tons of great content, tons of great video. And then specifically for Topcoder Open, tco19.topcoder.com is all focused on the Topcoder Open for this year. Yep. And we'll put that link in the show note as well. Clinton, this has been awesome. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Loved it, Mark. Thanks so much. And looking forward to seeing you just in about 30, I think 32, 33 days down in Houston. Yep. That's going to be fun. All right, folks, we're making sure that you don't get left behind one episode at a time. And here are the events on deck. Hey everyone, Alex here with the events on deck for November. 
First of all, we had our best turnout ever for our latest happy hour in Houston with our panel discussion. So thanks to everyone who attended, and we hope to keep offering you guys value in the future. Be sure to listen here for any future happy hours. The events on deck for November include OGGN's second Denver happy hour on November 6th from 4 to 6 p.m. The cost of attendance is $20, a portion of which goes to local charities Safe House Denver and Oilfield Helping Hands. On November 12th at Minute Maid Stadium, IBM's Oilfield of Dreams, Data, Digitization, and Disruption. This event is free for all OGGN subscribers. OGGN's Mark LaCour will be doing a live podcast with ExxonMobil and his 2020 oil and gas predictions. On November 12th through 14th is Procurement Week in Sydney, Australia. Our travel partner, BCD Travel, will be sponsoring Day 2 of Procurement Week in Sydney. Day 2 has content focused on the construction, mining, and energy sectors, as well as an indirect procurement leaders forum which encompasses travel. Industry leaders will be discussing value-driven procurement approaches, evolving technologies, and the changing landscape. And drinks are on BCD at the end of the day. The Houston Chapter API Energy Petroleum Club will be meeting on November 12th in Houston. Speaker Shane McElroy will be talking about the sustainability of electric fracturing. We have another free event on deck this month for our subscribers. The Top Coder Innovation Summit will be taking place on November 14th in Houston, Texas. This event is the premier innovation event for industry leaders. You'll have the opportunity to attend panels on innovation and emerging technologies and meet with the YPRO and Topcoder executive teams. Lastly, the Algeria Oil and Gas Summit is happening on November 19th through 21st this year. Alnaft will be sharing onshore and offshore updates for Africa's leading gas producer and opportunities for independent oil and gas companies. And don't forget, if you guys would like to receive these events each month via email, click Get Mark's Monthly Events email link in the show notes of any OGGN podcast. Hope you guys have a great month. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil and Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com. <laughs>